The Prophet mentioned that the bridge between belief and disbelief is abandoning salah. If you're struggling with your salah right now, well, we got the perfect solution for you. And that solution is the Adan app. This cell phone, we usually have it and it's using us instead of us using it. But with the Adan app, you can use it in perfect alignment with your life. The Adan app is already used by 40 million believers around the world. Why? Because it caters to your Islamic lifestyle. On top of the Salah times, you get du'as, dhikr, the Islamic calendar, Ramadan calendar, zuhur and iftar times, hajj and umrah guide, qibla finder, and much more for free. So download the Adan app now. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And welcome back to the Readers Podcast in the dunya. The three Muslims today were joined in person with a very special guest. Yes, sir. Yes, SQ. Yes, bro. How you doing? Such a blessing. Such a blessing. <laughs> such a blessing. MashaAllah. To actually, actually be able to do that and not be on some Zoom call. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal within itself. And it's honestly just great to just see the vibe amongst you guys. Alhamdulillah. United you guys. Yeah. Use Zoom. But now Allah has connected us in real life. Alhamdulillah. 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 So... Today, why don't we just jump right into it? Because we were already talking about this before we got into today's video, and um, we were popping off. It was getting real, like, real, real dense. Just so you guys know, this was not supposed to be an episode whatsoever. We were just having like a off-camera thing, yes. and we we thought, hey man, let's just hit record, bro. We keep Can it unfiltered. Can we have be. to. Let's go. We have yeah. to. It, and you know what? I don't know. I don't know how you guys are going to take it. I'll be honest with you. I, don't, I think that everyone over here is going to benefit from it. Mm. And I think that you guys are going to benefit from it as well too. And inshallah, the biggest mistake you could do is by clicking off this. Do not click off this podcast. This is a very real podcast that you're not going to hear from your local shiuch because they don't have experiences oh. with these things and they don't have the knowledge when it comes to that specific things. But alhamdulillah, Islam has guided us and kept us in a way that it doesn't allow us to stray away from the path. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all, all of our paths brings us to who we are right now. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. That's the main thing. Alhamdulillah. Mashallah. What a Kodak. But, but listen, can, yeah, before, can, before, can, before, before we start this off, before I have, I have a little sign for you guys. I have but, a little gift. But. I have a little gift. What's good? For real. I do. Mashallah. You know the Prophet Muhammad SAW said to spread uh, gifts and give gifts amongst each other, correct? Brother yes, Rami? Yes. yes. It increases yes. love between each other. So I have a little something for you guys. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, my God. No, this was not planned. <laughs> I didn't even know this yeah, was. I hit it. Guys, I hit it under a towel so they don't see oh, nothing. Wow. Slide of you. Down, I saw a towel. I was like, why is there a towel? Why is there a towel? Yeah, okay. Uh, bro, this is for you. Yo. Yes, a little merch action. Little merch uh, action, first of the batch. First of the batch. May Allah bless you guys. Mashallah. Hope you guys enjoy them. The new Zemzem Boy merch. Oh my god. No, no, no. Yo, I say this. we just change yeah, right yeah, now. Let's put them I say on. we change. And we're back, boys. Just looking like that. Looking good, boys. Looking good. Mashallah. Yo, this is really, really seriously, seriously. Thank you so much for doing this. And you know, a lot of people are starting to see this a lot more, you know, for the Zemzem boys and everything that we're doing. Obviously, I have the nonprofit where um, we have the Zemzem that we imported from Mecca and we're doing 100% profits to building schools in Palestine and Pakistan mm. and just doing a bunch of cool projects, inshallah. Um, and this is just a way to further the da'wah, bro. Because look, you're, you're in the game. You're doing podcasts, right? If you want to do an upgrade for your stuff, right? Mm. You know how expensive it is, right? If you want to do something even cooler, you have to wait for a sponsor and all that sort of stuff. By allowing us to sell our own merchandise, 
we are now taking control. You understand? We're not waiting for example, for someone to offer us a deal. You know, contracts are funny. One month they're with you, two months they drop you because they're, you know what I mean? Like it's just so, it's so, you just never know with these things. So by allowing people to be a part of something greater, selling this merch and 100% of this merch goes towards our Dawah investment. So I get to pay people. So my team members, when they come out to Times Square, Street Dawah, you already know. You know, these kids are like 19 years old, right? Yeah. They're in the first year of college, second year of college, right? They're growing. Men, I cannot uh, continue to, hey, fisabillah, fisabillah. And they'll do it for the sake of Allah. They will. Mm-hmm. But I need to pay them. You know what I mean? So by the shirt sales and everything with this, uh, I'm able to invest back into the dawah, pay my youth, and just upgrade camera gear and just do fun stuff and do funner videos without, you know, waiting for sponsorships. And now we could scale the channel at such a massive thing and you guys mm. would be investors. So whoever's buying one of these shirts, which is pretty dope, by the way, you got to admit, bro. material yeah. feels good yeah. as well, too. It's premium, bro. It's, it's nice. premium. The logo, yeah. everything, you know what I mean? And this is just season one of the drop. We have a lot of cool ideas, inshallah, so a lot more cool merch is coming out. Yeah, so everyone's an investor. Dawa investors. That's what we want. We don't want hand-me-outs. It's just Dow investors. Listen, links in the description if you want to support the Zamzam project. Yes. I highly recommend you should. I got two questions for you, bro. Yes, sir. Number one, how much do you like Air Jordans, bro? I, I you know, <laughs> looks like this logo looks familiar. It bro. does, it does, it does, right? Could I get sued from this? Potentially. But um, I, I don't know. I just thought it looked really cool. It was something familiar. And uh, I don't know. I just put it together. Allah inspired it to do, bro. And I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's working, right? It's Mashallah. working. Allah. Cool, it's real bro. nice. It's real yeah. nice. Yeah. And my second question, most important question, bro. Yes, sir. SQ man, are we actually legitimately one of the first people to wear this? Yes, sir. So besides, besides, so these are an actual sample of a t-shirt. So before it was a hoodie. The first mm. people to ever wear the t-shirt is you guys. Wow. Yeah. The first people to wear a t-shirt. Hey, so I'm not, not even my team members have worn this yet. They don't even know I have them for a, I'm going to give them a surprise later on. Yeah, inshallah. Inshallah. So they're going to get them too. Uh, they're going to come in multiple colorways and uh, with a different type of logo. Like the logo is going to be here with different colors and stuff. Mm. Inshallah. So, you know, stay stay tuned. Inshallah. Support with the dawah. And, you know what I mean? We're trying to be like young Muslim entrepreneurs. Like we're not, again, we're trying to build something of our own. We're not trying to, again, take hand-me-outs. We're not looking for donations. No, we want you to be investors. We want you guys to see the vision and support. You know what I mean? Support this amazing uh, podcast. Support dice. Support people who are doing things. You know what I mean? So we, we don't want hand-me-outs. We, we want people to be investors and support us, inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. With this word being said, let's move into what was actually going on before the scenes, bro. Substances, psychedelics, Oof. all of this stuff. We've, we've spoken about it. In a few EPs, but we mm-hmm. never spoke about it with SQ. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's obviously a lot of videos of people, you know, talking about this. But I think, I think we could definitely bring some value of benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and please understand, we may say some things which uh, it's from it's from the past, but it, it's mm-hmm. all with the intention to help. True. Mm-hmm. Please understand, this is not a video to boast or to be like, oh wow, like this oh, is not a pro. This. And like, no, you know, like, we're like, oh my God, I remember back in the day. Spiritual like, no, enlightenment. And, and you know what? Bro. It's actually one of the most frightening things that you could ever do. And yeah. I would never recommend this yeah. to anyone. And mm-hmm. if someone can learn from our potential mistake, specifically mine, don't, don't do it. Don't dabble in it. Don't touch it. 
it, these are literally the works of the shaitan. Yeah. Literally the work of the shaitan. Yeah. Literally. And if you are taking these psychedelics and you start seeing things, there's a reason. People, you know, and it's not, forget us, right? If you hear, you know, people are, bro, Google's available for everyone. You search these things about DMT and all that. They tell you about these figures that everyone sees. DMT these are jinn. Yeah, yeah. No, they're jinn. They're jinn. They're jinn. Bro, I remember this Satanist that I was almost marrying. That's another story within itself. Bro. Yes. Uh, I was about to marry a Satanist, right? Bro. SubhanAllah. And she told me one of the ways that they contact, contact the shayateen and to get in these trance-like states is they take teas, bro. They take teas. Like they teas do they, and all that? Yes, yeah. bro. Yes. Because, you know, it unlocks a different type of mind and a different realm yeah. of you, bro. Yeah. And she was telling me of how one of the things that they allow the jinn to, they didn't call them a jinn. They called it a, a spirit. The empty entities. Like, like, yeah. like they, they called their spirit like a friend. They treated it like a friend. And mm. they said that this friend of ours communicates and it helps us and it talks to us. And they said that this friend has a network of other friends and we all have spirits with us. Listen to what they're saying about the Kareem, bro. Kareem, bro. Yeah, literally. Right? Listen to what they're saying about... And, and she's like, she was telling me about it and all that. And the whole time I'm thinking about Islam, I'm just like, yo, like that's exactly what Islam teaches. And she was just like, to get into these states, you know, we take these types of psychedelic things. So do not get it twisted. When you see the ancient travels of the Native Americans and stuff like that, they were taking substances. They were taking substance to get in this trance-like state. And then they play the beats, they play the drums, which is also another instrument of the shaitan. And they just get you going, get you flowing. And then they do these. And the Hindus were doing these um, a type of uh, breathing and yoga. It's called tantric yoga or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Where they have to like you know do all these things to get them in this state, bro. And these are really dangerous stuff, bro. Like, this is, like, works of the shaitan for sure, bro. 100%. 100%. Man. So, yeah, with that being said, we're going to be getting into this. Uh, so, the first thing that I think we should kind of clarify is why would everyone even want to take these things? Because a lot of people, you know, I actually have people that message me. And they're like, should I take psychedelics? Should I take... Um, DMT or something like this, mm. and like the first question I gotta ask is why? Like, what's what's the whole intention mm. behind this? I, I I get that a lot too, and they're just like, I want to come closer to Allah. Yeah. I'm like, Wait, are you praying? Nah, but I want to come closer to Allah. So so let me ask you this, Rami. I'll I'll throw this at you, bro. Like, what was the way that the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came closer to Allah? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Well, I mean, he as a prophet of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, right? He had the angel Jibril Alayhi Salam come yes. and deliver. Revelation and there's actually yes. one very specific instant in the life of the Prophet where he was um, he didn't get any revelation for like six months or so uh -huh. right so he was, he was really depressed he was really sad no dream no revelation nothing the angel Jibril didn't even come so um, he was really sad and then the angel Jibril came down and what did he reveal Surah Duha mm -hmm. right and that that part of the Quran comforted the Prophet so mm -hmm. if you want to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know how what if I said oh I, I'm so close to SQ I love him so much I've never spoken to him a day in my life I don't even know what he sounds like I don't know what words he uses his vocabulary nothing you'd be like you know you don't know the guy and right? yeah, yeah, you're not close to him but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has an entire revelation for us entire book for us mm -hmm. right salah that he prescribed for us and even the hadith Qudsi the Prophet he says the most high has said the most beloved acts of worship to me are those which are obligatory. Mm -hmm. And then he says, and then the servant continues getting closer and closer to me with voluntary acts of good. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allah. Allah. And when, what happens when uh, Allah is pleased with their servant? What happens then? When Allah is pleased with his servant, subhanAllah, he actually announces to the angels, mm -hmm. you know, uh, or he tells Jibreel salam, I'm pleased with, the, with so and so, Fulan. Mm -hmm. And then the angel Jibreel alayhi salam, he goes to the rest of the angels. He says, you know, O Malaika, mm -hmm. 
Allah is pleased with them, so I am pleased with them, and you're pleased with them. And then mm -hmm. all the angels are pleased with mm -hmm. them, subhanAllah. And you know, subhanAllah, when even taking it further, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes the sight that the person sees with, right? The hands that they strike with, the legs that they move with, right? And that's something that just shows us as well too. When you know when, you, when you're saying, oh, so wait, you see Allah like Audu Billah, not like that, right? But you are so focused that you don't see any negativity. You know what I mean? You're so focused on pleasing your Rabb that things craziness is gonna be happening. You know, you become like those uh, like the, the companions of the cave, right? All that sort of stuff, but you're in your bag. You're so mentally strong because you have the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? He becomes, you know, the ears that you hear with. You understand? So like you hear nothing but positivity. People are gossiping, backbiting. It doesn't even phase you. Mm. People are, you know, people are talking smack about you. People are writing negative comments in the comments. Uh, and it doesn't matter because you're so focused on pleasing Allah as the wajal that your mind filters out all the other garbage. And scientifically, the RAS, which is a system in our brain that is literally a filter system, you're not even able to tell anything. You ever, you ever had, um, like for example, like maybe you never noticed a specific car, but then you're thinking about buying a car and then all you see is that car, right? It's not because in the market there's more of those cars. It's your RAS. It's a system that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has designed in our brains that's a filtration system that allows us to focus on things, right? Yeah. Because if we didn't have that, our mind would be going on overload. Mm -hmm. So now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes the ears that you hear with. So you're only focusing on positivity. Whenever there's negativity, not only do you not hear it, you're finding yourself getting out of those conversations. It's messing up my vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? So pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what the messenger is talking about. And this is the messenger of Allah. He had knowledge of everything, you know what I mean? Like that we know of, not obviously of the Ilmul Ghaib, but he had knowledge, right? Okay, if he needed guidance, right? If he needed some type of comfort, right? He could have made dua and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have made a mushroom, right? Yeah. He could have had a truffle or a mushroom come out and tell him, revelation, go and do this sort of stuff. Imagine that, right? Imagine that link with the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Look at what the Christians say about Nuh Alayhi Salam, that he was an alcoholic. Mm. If you say that he's an alcoholic, how can you trust he's getting revelation? Mm. Is he getting revelation or is he drunk? Which one is it? Is he blacking out or is he a messenger of God? Which one? You know what I mean? You can't do that. You know what I mean? If the Prophet of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if that's how Allah wanted to give him visions and all that, he would have been using that sort of stuff for the comfort, but that's not what he used. Used. It's not what you need. That's what the shaitan has tricked us to believe that we yeah. need to yeah. get closer yes. to Allah. Allah. That's very true. That's very true. And if you go back to the beginning of like magic and all this stuff, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually sent two angels to teach people how to do magic and all of that mm. and, and to test them and advise them. This is from, no, you know, it's not from Allah. And if you do it, you know, Beautiful. you will be punished. Look at that point that you just made because people make that point. The why is it naturally growing? Why? Why do we have receptors in our brain? Why do we have all this? Because it's something that you're not supposed to do. That's like saying, why, well, if, if pork is haram, why is there a pig? Yeah. Because that's a creation of Allah. That's a creation of Allah. Allah is, you know, al-khaliq. He creates. That's what he does. But it's also created as a test. So you don't touch it. You don't use it. You get me? Yeah. So like, why shouldn't a person be using it? What's something like, you know what I mean? Like, it looks like it's a great thing. You know, we have these receptors, you know, marijuana and all why, why, it feels good. Yeah, it's it legal like, societally. Yeah. yeah. Bro, it's like the forbidden fruit. Mm. Forbidden fruit. That Adam, alayhi salam. alayhi salam, and Eve, they were told not to eat from it. Mm -hmm. And look at that, they ate from it. But why? It's like, oh, Allah created it, so why, why can't, why couldn't they eat from it? Yeah. Well, clearly, like Allah told them not to. And Allah says in the Quran, very clearly, like these substances, like you said previously, mm -hmm. in them, there is some benefit. 
Yeah. But the harm far outweighs that. Subhanallah. Right? So why why would one why would someone want to get into this? Like we said, they want to get closer to Allah. And if we didn't clarify that already, you know, this is not the way that you get closer to Allah. That's it. Yeah. Do things happen when you take this? Do you have spiritual experiences? Yes. That's yeah. undeniable. But it I've said this many times before and I'm sure you'll agree. I'm sure you agree. It's mm-hmm. like it's like this telephone. If you have a question, you pick the telephone up to ask Allah this question. Mm. Allah gives you the answer. You hang up the telephone as quickly as possible because you, you can't handle anything else. It's, it was so much like, oh, you close it. You just you put the telephone down. When you take this substance, like a psychedelic or anything like that, mm-hmm. what ends up happening is you're picking up the telephone. You can't put it down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now you're getting like so much and, and you're getting overwhelmed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's to even say that on the other side it is Allah? Yeah. Damn, yeah, bro. Nice. And by the way, we're still speaking metaphorically. Just so yeah. Obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's to say, bro, it's legit. I remember when I took it, bro, I was hearing voices. I was hearing whispers, bro. Mm-hmm. I was hearing whispers. Mm-hmm. And bro, that was not Allah. Uh, uh, he's not talking to me when I'm yeah. on a substance like that, bro. It was something else, bro. Yeah. It was something. And it's scary, bro. And wallahi. And you know what, subhanAllah, when I was having a bad trip, you know, the only thing that comforted me was the Quran. Uh, that was the only thing that I was scared out of my mind, bro. Because when you go on these bad trips, right, you think it will never be over. You think that it is that, de- oh, like I'm gonna be like this forever. Oh my god, like you start thinking going down the rabbit hole even yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. It's more, it gets worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse and worse, right? But bro, it was the Quran. I still remember till this day. It was Surah Ar Rahman that calmed me down. Wallahi, I honest to God, honest to God, it was Surah Ar Rahman that calmed me down, and I realized that no, no, Allah, I need to get out of this. I need to get out of this. Like Allah, just get me out of this. And whatever this is, whatever you're giving me right now, Allah, it is not meant for me to have. Like if I was meant to know this, I would have known this. And if you want to actually reveal this and give me this knowledge and inspire me, you're not going to use an intoxication to do that. You know what I mean? There's so many jinn and shayateen who are on the other side in this realm and if this is a spiritual realm that we're talking about who are you gonna meet bro these faces like i remember bro kaleidoscope vision faces scary faces like my eyes would close i would see snakes moving bro that's freaky Mm. that's freaky bro like that's not cool that's not cool so you know like when a person wants to encourage you to do it they're gonna tell you about this experience like oh my god you're gonna go outside and all the clouds are gonna be like ah you walk with your bare feet and oh my god it feels fantastic these are things that you're not meant to do these are things you're not meant to and you know who this is who uses this those who are not Muslim they have no idea how to connect with Allah the only way that they know how to connect with Allah is through these substances the way we connect to Allah is through the Quran and even when you use it there's no guarantee you're connecting with Allah oh absolutely in a lot of ancient like Buddhist practices they say this thing be careful or beware of unearned wisdom because you're not you're not spiritually at a level where you're ready to accept these things, and maybe mm-hmm. we'll we'll never be. Perhaps why that's why Allah mentioned you know the jinn they can see you from where you cannot see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we weren't meant to see these, and this is facts. Because from from what I've researched, yeah, can jinn interact with us? Yes. Can they affect us and harm us? Yes. If they wanted to, they can appear to us. Mm-hmm. But it's not in us and in our faculties to have to like unveil that hijab ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's going to do more damage than we think. Yeah, one hundred percent. And when you look at experiences in general, right? There's not just physical experiences they're spiritual as well and you can liken them to each other you know there are some mm-hmm. physical experiences we should not have mm-hmm. there are some physical experiences we should not have yeah same way likewise this is one of them by the way yeah oh pfft. yeah yeah Fact. so spiritual um 
experiences, there are some we shouldn't have as well. Connecting with Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with the Quran, with prayer, with salah, and all that stuff, even doing good, right? Remembering Allah, beautiful ways to connect with Allah. Mm -hmm. This, I would say, if anything, you're you're putting a veil between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're deviating, bro. Yeah. You're deviating from the purity that Allah has yeah. created you with. Because if you think about these people who, uh, like, um, like, who's to say that Hitler didn't do this and get a vision? He took a bunch of shrooms and he got this vision that this is what he needs to do. And a mm -hmm. jinn possessed him. Because when you do this, you understand, bro? You know, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us that the adhkar is a shield for the believers. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. When you take these substances, your shields are down. You get it? Bro, I remember taking an amount. I couldn't even remember who I was. Like, forget saying la ilaha illallah. I was melted. I did not yeah. know where I am, what is I, what does I am even mean? Like, who am I? Bro, it was scary. And subhanAllah, like, what shield? All, all shields are down. All your defense mechanisms are down. And guess what happens? You're open to the attacks of the shaitan. So now a jinn possesses you. Now a jinn is with you. Now jinns are writing contracts to be with you. So now you even come out of it and you're never the same. Something's wrong with you now. And now you keep thinking that I'm seeing things. You keep staring at the walls. You're going to move again. Like what's happening over there? And now you're just not the same. And now the world being like, yo, something's changed. And some people want to feel like more spiritually awakened. No, you've let down your defense mechanisms. Those shields are down, bro. And now you could be easily be possessed. You could easily be possessed and you won't even know. You're, you're crazy. You're psychotic. You have psychosis. And may Allah protect us from I mean, this. And a lot of people, a lot of people to. know this too. It's not that they won't know, but some people feel mm -hmm. naked, bro. They mm -hmm. literally feel like I'm just, I can't, I feel like there's something there, that, that whole defense you're talking about, they can literally feel it as like a palpable sensation that it's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just like you're, you're, you can just be flanked from any side. You won't even notice. Mm -hmm. so oh, it's scary. It's, it's definitely scary. And you know, when we have, for example, okay, look, we're talking about something really extreme. Okay, uh, you know, uh, you know the, the three Muslims. What if it's calmed down a little bit? What if I'm just doing weed? All right, calm down. I'm not doing no psilocybin mushrooms over here. You got to understand. These are all psychedelics. Mm. You understand? Even marijuana, it's a form of psychedelic. Yeah, it it's not, psychedelic, it's yeah. not, it's not the highest form, but it's a form of psychedelic, right? Mm. Why is it, why is it that if you smoke too much, or especially in the beginning stages of things like that, right? A lot of people, new smokers and all that sort of stuff, they'll have this paranoia effect, bro. If you ever get that paranoia effect, you will feel like you're being spied on, you're being watched, you feel like you're in on it, you you you, you, you know, you will question the legitimacy of your own family members. People have been yeah. admitted into a hospital. And we haven't even spoke about the fact that if psychosis and schizophrenia, mental disorder runs in your family, you are opening the portals to forget the spiritual stuff, right? Just forget that for a second, right? Even though you can't. But let's suppose, to put a pin in that. The actual science of your DNA, you're unlocking certain perhaps chromosomes or perhaps certain cells in your biology that just, you know, just trigger you. The same way someone's like, uh, you know, like premature balding, you know, it can happen. Hey, I'm not afraid of this, baby. This is how Allah's made me. I love it. My <laughs> wife loves it too, so don't worry, right? You know, the same way that it could speed up that process quickly, right? You could be unlocking certain qualities and traits that were hidden mm. in your DNA, but because of the marijuana, because of that psychedelic, now you're exposing yourself to it. Now, again, you're not the same. See, in, in people that don't believe this, search it up medically, scientifically, it's called gene expression, right? These genes are, it's like a switch. It's literally a switch, bro. Mm. And, and things in our environment, 
substances, drugs, chemicals, things they put in our food even, subhanAllah, mm-hmm. bro, they can turn these switches on, bro. Mm-hmm. And when that transcription process starts, bro, you will have things come up that you didn't even know you had, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know, the person starts talking all crazy, like they're more spiritually like divine and they understand the world more differently, but they all sound stupid. Like you really just sound like, you know, like you just sound like you're some like really wise person and all that sort of stuff. The Quran has the wisdom. You break down the Quran, it's not even ready. You're not even ready for that type of wisdom. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Kaf about if the whole oceans were to become ink and the trees were to become pencils, right? Pens, like writing mechanisms, right? The wisdom and the words of Allah still would have finished. Yeah. It's a mercy from Allah that He's even made it 114 chapters. Yeah. Think about how much wisdom and knowledge Allah has. It's His it's His mercy that He's only made it this much. What could the book really be, bro? What could the book really? We're not even capable enough to handle that. You know what I mean? But now you want to talk about oh no, you know psychedelics and all these things want to have it. You know and look, we're gonna get a nice. I think and this is cool. I think there's gonna be a nice. A conversation in the comment section about this where people are going to share you know there's going to be on both sides of things you know mm-hmm. and and I, we want to hear those comments honestly i think that yeah. it's good it pushes everyone's thinking yeah. but you know wisdom comes from allah yes and his messenger is awesome Ahi, yeah. i advise you not to air your sins no, <laughs> those <laughs> brothers right. are gonna be there bro but at the end of the day don't don't share your things and like don't don't like share for the sake of boasting and anything bro like if you're trying to help people okay this is a different thing bro yeah, if you're just trying to like boast and be like, oh, who can outdrink one another? Who can outsmoke one another? Yeah, 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 Wallahi, yeah. that's that's a joke. That's embarrassing, bro. That's not something that, that we should be proud of, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to what you just ended off on, I think that's a beautiful tangent to kind of move into Islam. Mm. Right? You said the Quran is wisdom from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at Surah Yasin. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it summarizes this discussion where we should go perfectly, right? Allah says, Yasin. Quran al Hakim, right? By the Quran, uh, basically in its wisdom, right? What's wise? Uh, Indeed, you, the Prophet is a messenger upon a straight path, which means what? And it goes on Tanzil al Aziz Rahim with the revelation from the most merciful, so on and so forth. Means what? If you want to be on the straight path, the proper path, the path of the Mursaleen, follow the Quran and follow That's the Prophet. It. Yeah, if you want the wisdom, yes. If you want that knowledge, it's the Quran. Yes, it's the Quran. And again, once again, and if you feel like it's not, that shows and exposes the disease in your heart. Look, I'm not gonna. We're not, listen. We're not going to, you know, mollycoddle you. Like this is not. We're not gonna mollycoddle you. Like for real. Like this is no joke. Psychedelics, mushrooms, marijuana, and all these things like that, bro. Like. You know, when people come to Canada, there's all these signs about cannabis and all that sort of stuff. Because I've never been to a country that's like legalized. You know, that's strange, you know? <laughs> I'm living in one, bro. Yeah, Trust I mean, me, you know I mean? Um, so, like, there's going to be advertisement for it. People are living in these countries where it's becoming legal. So it's mm. important to have these discussions, you know, because people are interested in it. They're peer pressured. They're friends. It's available. You're curious. You see, going back to the point that you made, uh, Anhel, about the forbidden fruit. You know, when... When Allah SWT told them not to eat it, they obeyed. Like, we're not going to do it. But the shaitan was persistent. He beautified that tree. How many billions of trees are there in Jannah? But why was that one standing out the most? He beautified it again and again and again and again until it just became so, like, I got to try this. Anyone, once upon a time, ask your former self, you would have said no to drugs, yeah. no to marriage. Like, astaghfirullah, like, no. Yeah. But then it went from astaghfirullah to, mm, maybe it's not that bad. Just once. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I just Maybe want to it's try not, it. No, whoa, la hawla wa la quota. They call marijuana the, the gateway drug for a reason. Yeah. 
Because once you expose yourself to that, I wonder what that feeling would be like. I wonder what salvia would taste like. I wonder what, you know, Molly would taste. I wonder what an e-pill would taste like. You start thinking about all these other things because it was the gateway. It's the reason it's called the gateway, bro. It's it's called the gateway for, for a specific reason because it introduces you to a side that you've never that you've never had before. Yeah, honestly. Uh true story, true story, right? Not just from the Jahiliya days, right? But this is back when I was like, we would like, communicate on Facebook, like RIP Facebook. Like I don't even like go on that anymore, right? And we were status updating and all that sort of stuff. What are we doing this weekend? It was all about getting tagged in the picture. If you got tagged in the picture, like once the day was over and you are all like hung over, the next morning you wake up, first thing you check in to see how many pictures you tagged in, right? And you don't look the best and certain of and all certain ones you remember, certain ones you don't remember. Okay, halas. And I remember we were preparing for this weekend that's coming up, right? that right and you know this is when we were getting exposed to smoking and once upon a time i had such a strong stance and the person who was posting about it had such a strong stance against marijuana fully like only loot like they were horrible with it like only losers deadbeats they were like i wouldn't go that far like that's a terrible like you don't want to you know do that to a person we shouldn't name call anyone you know what i mean like everyone has their reasons their sins everyone has weaknesses and let's just own our weaknesses you know i i'm not here to debate with you about medical reasons and all that sort of stuff. i'm not here to talk about the medical per- i'm not here to talk about that again in it there is good we know that from the quran but the the harm of it outweighs any of the good that it has to offer okay halas. so we were talking about you know like smoking and all that and i'm thinking that's what they're doing so they said something in a comment right and this is how they have their own lingo the drug world has its own lingo it has nicknames and stuff and they were like oh are we rolling this week right mm. and, and, and I, you know i'm thinking yeah are you rolling a blunt well, yeah hell yeah call me in right and they're like uh, no right we're talking about rolling on molly like i'm like what? Like, how did you go from that to that? Like, when did that happen? You know? And they try to offer me and I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Right. I'm good. But that was then until a few more times later. Why not? Why not try it out? You know? And again, this is going back to your point. The shaitan beautifies that forbidden fruit of your, that forbidden tree until, you know what? That's what's the harm. Let's, you know, I'll say astaghfirullah. Astaghfirullah. Come on, you, you, you're, gonna, you're going to premeditate a sin in the world of the dunya when someone commits a murder or something, that's a premeditated murder. You're premeditating a sin and just saying, oh, I'll say stuff for Allah later on. It's not for Allah to that, bro. Like, that's just, that, that's just crazy. I don't know. Yeah, 100%. And- Why are people getting into this, bro, in the first place? Aside from like the whole thing, because I know you said the, the whole curiosity thing, right? But a lot of people, they don't realize that they're coping with something deeper with these mm. crutches. Mm. Mm. You know, like they might actually have traumatic things without these. They might yes. actually have some stuff in their childhood, yes. some some really messed up stuff, bro. Yeah. And they might be, you know, let's say they're failing grades. Their parents really want them to go to this. Or it could be anything, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're and distracting themselves. They're distracting themselves. They don't want to do the inner work or anything that we talk about. But yeah. they do this because they might look at it as, okay, maybe they don't even look at it. Maybe it's unconscious or subconscious. They're just like, oh, what's the harm in it? They don't realize that they're addicted to it. You know, so what do you say to these people, bro? Well, they distract themselves, and then on top of that, uh, what they are doing is they are trying to experience more. Well, think about what I just said. Like, oh, why, why um, do people take these things? They want to get closer to Allah, mm-hmm. right? They want to experience more. Why would you want to get closer to Allah if what you are doing is not already giving you that connection to mm-hmm. Allah, mm-hmm. right? So you want to experience more. Well, you're you're not even doing the the main thing that we're prescribed to. 
experience more. Mm-hmm. And it's like the example I gave in the beginning. You have this phone, pick it up, um, you get a message. Whether that message is from Allah, whether it's from jinns, that's going to be dependent on which form you did it. Did you do it through prayer, reflection, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dhikr, stuff like this? Or did you do it through a substance, a psychedelic? Yes. And like I said, if if it's making it to where you can't put this phone down and you think, you think to yourself, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this, I'm going to experience more. And you think that you're picking this phone up and Allah is going to be the one telling you all this stuff and make you experience all this stuff. And bro, a lot of people, they don't realize they're using these things as an escape too, bro. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they, they might actually not be, let's say, satisfied with their job or spouse or some dunya thing. But that's, what, that's how pornography addictions come. That's how it, it puts you in another world, bro. Mm-hmm. It, it shows you another side of life where you just can't wait till you just roll that blunt again or watch that video again because it takes you to another dimension or, okay. or just a false reality. Okay. So I want to mention them both those things. I want to start with your thing too first, bro. When you're talking about, you know, um, through prayer and stuff like that, you know, the Prophet Muhammad saw him and Rami, please tell us this. He says that if you've seen me in a dream, know that that's me. Mm-hmm. Know that that's me. Okay, cool. How does one see the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi in a dream? Right? I haven't. I haven't had the blessing. Has anyone ever seen the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Tell us in the comment section below. Like, I want to know. Like, has anyone ever seen the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Because I know people have had experiences like that. And I would love to read. I love reading those stories, bro. Because I feel like you're so lucky and fortunate, subhanAllah, to have seen yeah. something like that. He said, if you've seen me, know that you've seen me. Because the shaitan cannot pose as yeah. me. Everything like that. Okay, yeah. cool. If you're on a substance, there's no guarantee that you can have any recollection of if that's correct or not, right? Because when you mm. are seeing the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu right, or having a really spiritual effect, how did you get it? Like you said, Anhel, were you praying? Were you meditating, right? I'm going to say something really crazy, right? But like try to understand what I mean by this, right? When Islam is practiced correctly, it is a drug Islam, like, I mean this in the most respectful way Indeed, possible. Like it's, it's crack. Respectfully speaking, don't cancel SQ. Or matter of fact, cancel SQ hashtag. Let's get it trending, okay? I mean this in the most respectful way because there's something of intoxicating, comfort yeah. and intoxicating yeah. about your sujood when you need it, bro. When you need it, when you can only cry to Allah and he is the only one who understands your pain. There's something intoxicating about that. So you have not experienced that drug. You haven't experienced that high. That's where you're going to do the shrooms And that's why you're trying to smoke that blunt Because you haven't experienced that, that I feel bad for you And it's not because Like you know We're better than you It's not like that It's because you have to give this a try With an earnest heart You feel me? And when you start finding in it bro Naturally You just stand for a longer mm-hmm. time You just stand for a longer time Because you're finding that comfort and Like ah Like yo this feels nice bro This feels comforting This feels good It is intoxication And find the comfort within it Check this out When the battle of Uhud happened Okay And we know it was devastating to the Muslims Devastating right Bro The messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wasallam Had his teeth knocked out They thought that he died they thought that he died, right? It was bad. It was so, so bad. And, you know, and, and subhanAllah, Talha radiallahu an, when they were in the little trench trying to do that, right? Talha would use his back and people would climb out of the trench on Talha's back. He gave the victory of that day, of the minor victories that we had to Talha radiallahu an. 
It's so special. Read, I encourage everyone, myself, us all, to study the Battle of Ohad. There's so many gems for us to learn. One biggest gem is this, that when you do not obey Allah and His Messenger, you will lose. Simple. Facts. You lost already. You've lost. You think you're winning by not obeying Allah and His Messenger? You've already lost. And the shaitan has deceived you. Okay, so the Battle of Ohad happens. The greatest, like it's a bad time. Like Muslims died, you know? It's bad. Okay, that time, couldn't have Allah grown a little shrub of your best kush? You know, think about it. Everybody just enjoy this little tea, brew this. Take this substance. What did the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu do? He prayed. He prayed. He prostrated. Any little moment he got, he prostrated, bro. He prayed to Allah because he knew that the comfort will only come in salah. So I'm asking myself, you guys, and everyone listening out there, why aren't we finding the comfort in Salah? Perhaps we're not even doing it correctly. What a thought. What a thought. What if I'm challenging all of us, myself included, let's go and learn how to pray again. It's on your own. Not just from your parents that teach you, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what you teach us. Like, go research a little bit. Understand, we talked about this in the car, mm. right? The atahiyatu lillahi wa salawatu wa Where did that come from? Did you understand that that was a conversation between the Prophet Muhammad and Allah Azza wa Jal in Israwil Miraj? If you start thinking about it from then, you're literally following the footsteps when, Allah, when the Messenger of Allah spoke to Allah. Bah like, look, I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Like, bro, fall in love with your deen again. Fall in love with it again. What's taking you so long? Fall in love with it again. Is this not enough motivating? Like, isn't this not enough that the fact that Allah wanted you to hear this again? Like, what else do you need? Like, okay, you heard this. You're on the best podcast. I had the realest podcast in the dunya. You already know. You already know what the Zamzam boys, we out here, we're doing some merch sales as well to cop the merch. What are you doing? What are you doing? You think you're going to find goodness in marijuana? You're going to find goodness in all these things? And believe me, I'm not projecting. I'm not, you know, I've been through this. Some of us have been through these things, guys. We've come out of it for a reason. Right? And may Allah protect us and help everyone who's struggling with it. You said, going back to your point, coping mechanism. Mm. We know you're doing it because you f it's a cry for help. It is, really. It's a cry for help. Smoking, drinking, any of these things, it's a cry for help. You're seeking help using these substances. Makes no sense. Try bro. seeking the help of the mm. one who's made those things. Mm. Ask him for the help. You want knowledge? You think a mushroom will give you knowledge or the one who made that mushroom? Who has the knowledge? That fungus, mm. that trash, Damn, that poop, never thought of it that. that garbage that grows, it's garbage, it's fungus, it's, it's poop. It's garbage, it's literally poop, bro. You're getting knowledge from garbage. You're getting knowledge from dirty, bro, like garbage, like what are you talking about? <laughs> the one who's made it has all the knowledge. Like Allah's, you know, and, and, and the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi tells us about this hadith, remind us, please, about the ring in the sand. What, what was that hadith, if you remember or recall, about the knowledge of Allah? Like it's like, uh, he described the, the, the Jannah, it's like a ring that you throw in the desert sand and it gets lost. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Slightly. I, Slightly. I, 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 Someone tell us in the comment section. I know y'all are <laughs> listening to this, man. Allah's knowledge is so vast. It's like we have a drop. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the ocean. You get yeah, me? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, please remind us and you know, correct yeah. us, obviously. Abu Tamir was talking about that. But it's like, you, what you're saying is, why are you going to the creation yes. for knowledge and spiritual enlightenment? Bro, go to the creator directly. Yes. And if you yes. don't know, and if you don't know what Islam is, what should they do, bro? Yes. It's And you know what? It's it's the Quran. Like you said, you quoted Yasin, right? And think about it, the word even Yasin. 
we if you talk about knowledge, right? We don't even know what yase means. Yeah. It's two no, letters, bad, bro. We don't it's even two know. letters. We don't even know what it. What does it unlock? Only Allah has kept that, and that teaches us that no matter how much you think you know, you don't know. You've you, you don't know. If you think you know, you don't know. You know. And what do you think? You think you're gonna smoke a little weed and then you're gonna go pray? You're gonna connect with Allah a little. But brother, it helps me. <laughs> Shaitan is deceiving you, Ahi. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, sister? You think that that's going to help you? It's yeah. not. Yeah. It's not. And if you think that I could quit anytime, if you could, you would have already. Cut it out. Acknowledge that's that you good. have a problem. Acknowledge that physiologically, your body has become addicted to it. People who quit, mm. try to go cold turkey, bro, they can't eat. They can't yeah, eat. Draw, their, stomach, yeah. their stomach hurts, bro. For a week's time, they lose weight because they can't eat. Now mm. they can't even sleep. They're having real issues. Bro, their physiological traumas that comes with them, bro. Their body's going through withdrawals. They can't even sleep anymore. They've lost their peace. I thought that was supposed to help you. What's happening? Mm. It's a drug. Stop running away from these terms. It was a plant. It's a drug. Yeah, cocaine comes from a plant too, bro. Like, you understand? Mm. Like, it's these are all plants that... Are drugs. It's something that's not meant for our bodies. You understand? So like people are going through withdrawals and people are like, I could quit if I wanted to. Yeah. That's I, why I, you, I, that's why you so I just chose not to. Yeah. yeah. No. It's, Bro, it, there's a thing. And we ask Allah. Let's let's calm down here, right? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help all those Ameen. who are stuck. Ameen. 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 It's not easy. Let's just acknowledge it as well, too. Yeah. It's yeah. not easy if you try to quit on your own. Yeah. But when you ask Allah's help, oh, help man. You. you're trying to quit. The problem is. We're trying to quit. I try, bro, but I keep relapsing. Because you're trying. Tap into the real power. Ask Allah. Oh, Allah, help your servant. Allah, I'm sincere. Oh, Allah, help me. Help me quit this. Allah, make it disgusting to me. Oh, Allah, make it hated to my heart. Allah, make me hate it. Allah, make me disgusted by this. Make me want to throw up when I see this. Allah, make me just, I hate the smell of it. Allah, make it hate. And Allah, remove it from my bloodstream. Mm. Remove this intoxication of the physiology from my blessing. Allah, purify me. Oh Allah, allow your salah to intoxicate me. Allow du'as to intoxicate me. Allow the adhkar and your remembrance and your dhikr to intoxicate me. Allah, remove it, remove it, remove it. And have you thought that perhaps Allah will use the substance of you quitting to help you get closer to Him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you went from sinning to Allah not converting that sin to a good deed for you. Come on. Is this not the most merciful? Is he not the most merciful? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Very true. Subhanallah. And um, uh, it's funny. This might seem a little irrelevant, but it's, I'll tie into the point, inshallah. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimallah, he said that um, music and Quran cannot exist in the same heart at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it means that if you're listening to music, you're replacing the Quran. But if you listen to the Quran, you'll be replacing the music. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to anything that we use, especially as a coping mechanism, you will find it very difficult or impossible to remove it unless you have something to replace it. Because you still need to cope. You either need to deal with it or you need to cope with it. And until you deal with it, you need to cope with it. So if you've been using mm, that, you need, you need, it's not an option, you need to replace it. I, I need someone to quote Brother Rami in the comment section below right now. What he just said, right, please just rewind this and just just please quote him right now. MashaAllah, Barakallah, bro. Because seriously, you just, you smash it right now, bro. You said that. Absolutely true. Absolutely exactly. true. And, and just to prove to the people, Islam has all the answers. When we were talking, I thought of a few ayats from the Quran, mm. right, in different places. Please, please. That's so relevant, subhanAllah. So first and foremost, Allah says, the verse that we all know, that indeed this life is temporary delusional enjoyment. Mm. It's not just temporary, it's temporary and it's delusional enjoyment. Mm -hmm. You think it's something that's good, 
right? It's just distracting you. It's just a delusion. Exactly mm. like when you take these substances and you just start to be deluded and deluded and deluded mm. and seeing things. You're thinking you're on the right path, but you're not. That's one of the tricks of shaitan. Another one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, indeed, He says, those who believe and whose hearts are content with the remembrance of Allah, He just reaffirms the same point. Indeed, with the remembrance of Allah, the, find, the hearts find contentment. And this, try it. Try it. Sit 20 minutes, just 20 minutes. Remove yourself, remove everything and everyone from the equation. Just think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then bring yourself into the equation. Think about what Allah has done for you, blessed you with. Right? He didn't have to give you a healthy body, a good family, wealth, uh, living in a safe place, subhanAllah, all these things. Think about the things he gave you. Another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, al-ajila. He says, indeed, these people, he just says these people, they love the immediate, they love the in the moment. Mm-hmm. And what does he say after that? And they put behind them a day that is grave, a grave day. The day of judgment is coming, but they put it behind them, subhanAllah. They love the amusement right now. Exactly. They love that dopamine rush, huh? You love that fast food sort of connection. You know what you said, bro, about the music and the Quran reference, right? Scientifically speaking, right? The dopamine, we, we all, and this is such a big buzzword we've been talking about. People talk about dopamine fast and all that sort of stuff. And you should try it. I think that it's very, very helpful, right? So we know that do- people have this misconception, right? That dopamine is the production when you're listening to the music. Dopamine was the production that when you thought about listening to music, which caused you to listen to the music. Because when you listen to the music, that level stops until it produces some more dopamine to you find the next trap, which makes it more exciting. That's why people put it on shuffle. Like, hmm, what's the next track going to be? And these algorithms on Spotify and Apple Music, they know you. They know what type of music. They see how quick you skipped it. You could even put a thumbs up, thumbs down, and all these sort of things, and they know how to track you. So they keep that dopamine rush. It's like a TikTok, but for like music, and going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Okay, now, you have this ex- like extreme amount of dopamine rush, okay? How is the Quran going from that to more slow, more calm, and you know, just more subtle? It's supposed to bring you that same dopamine rush. It won't. You've messed up your receptors, right? So that's when when people are you they're opioid abusers, right? And those are the people who are into like pills and you know opioids basically. And their their receptors of the opioids have been messed up, right? Mm. So now their dopamine receptors are messed up. Now the most basic tasks, like going for a walk in the park. That does not stimulate them anymore, you know, because their dopamine receptors are so messed up and it's used, it's still getting dopamine, don't get me wrong, but it's not the same amount anymore. So they're not the same. I remember a friend of mine uh, who's passed away, who died through an overdose. Think about that. That's how you die through a drug overdose, right? Not Muslim or anything like that. That's scary. And there's Muslims who are dying from drug overdoses. Dude, don't get it twisted. Mm. These epidemics of of opioid abuse and all that, it's happening within us too. And unless we talk about it, it's not going to get healed. It's not. So put that a a pin for a side, right? You know, he was stuck on heroin. He was stuck on heroin. So, you know, when people try to get off these things, doctors and stuff like that, they start recommending marijuana, medical marijuana, because they try to get you off of that with something else, right? And look at the difference of what a recommendation is. When are they recommending a medical marijuana? When a person's literally like, you know, a heroin addict, okay? Now, I'm not here talking about cancer users and last stage of cancer. I'm not here to talk about that, but try to understand where I'm going with this, okay? 
bro, he smoked and smoked and it did nothing for him at all. Right. Nothing. While you and I, like, if we were to go, like, uh, th- two poles, oh my God, like, whoa, like, whoa, 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 I, I, I'm out, tap out, right? He was able to smoke and nothing was happening to him because of his opioid receptors are completely wow. shot. So now, you listen to music, right? Which is a form of crack within itself, which is a form of a drug. Your opioid receptors are already messed up. Okay, now try to go from mi- music, pause that, now listen to Quran. You went from bopping da, 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 to, um, okay, uh, maybe let me let me get out of this, right? Why? Shaitan is playing a role too. So we have the science explaining certain things, but it's the shaitan. Shaitan wants you to stay away from the remembrance of Allah. He want that's his goal. Yeah. That's his goal. He does not want you to remember Allah, and you're 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 sort of feeding into his hand. His hand is so exposed. You know, when you play, you know, cards, the for Allah, we're not playing cards. Uno, maybe. MashaAllah, Uno's fun. We, we should play Uno. Uno's a lot of fun, bro. <laughs> right? But Shaitan is playing with his cards up. Shaitan's cards are up. You know, we know. He doesn't have a poker face, right? It's here. Like, this is what I'm going to do to you, right? But the problem is Shaitan doesn't come to you with a pitchfork and red and horns. And mwah. No. He, he comes to you in the form of suggestion of a friend. Of peer pressure, of uh, homie, like you know, like you know, like you know, like why, why don't you try it? You know, he comes in the form of people. He comes in the form of an idea, of a suggestion, of a, you know, a waswas, a commercial, you know, a commercial, yeah, anything, an advertisement. You know, mm. he comes in these forms and tempts you again and again and again until you do it. So what do you do? Ask you, what's the? What do I do? Oh Allah, help me. Oh Allah, remove these sort of things. Oh Allah, you know, every time I think about doing some type of sin like this, Allah, I want to remember you more. I'm going to say, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la lahul mulk wa lahul hamd wa huwa ala kulli shayin kadir. A hundred times, shaitan runs away. He forgets his way. He doesn't even know where he is. He runs away from you and I. Think about that. Are we doing that? If the answer is no, no wonder he has a grip on us. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Are we doing our God? It's a shield, right? So are we doing the right things or not? You know what I mean? I mean, Allah help us all because we're all struggling at the end of the day. And a lot of us, we know what it is we got to do, bro. We know what it is, bro. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's just we do it when we're in such a low and Allah helps us and then we're like, okay, we don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Me and Anahu were talking about this. It was, it was about those people on that ship that Allah describes in the Quran that when things are like rocky, you know, and tumultuous and turbulent, they're just like, oh, Allah, please, 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 please help me. Mm-hmm. And then the ship calms down. The waves calm down, the waves settle. And they're like, oh, Allah didn't do that. was going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. We don't need Allah. Mm-hmm. When the plane is, is turbulent, bro, every, all the atheists are just like, God, please, please, yeah. please. Yeah. And the plane calms down. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't right. God. It was going to do that anyway. It was just mm-hmm. a little turbulence, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Allah protect us from this. You know, and I, I just want to be clear, right? You know, a person watching this, they're listening to this, you know, shout out to all you guys out there. Um... Honestly, like you, you hear this, and I don't want you to think that this is a little round table. No, no pun intended. This is a round table, okay? <laughs> a round table of a bunch of Muslims who are just so pious. We got it together, right? Oh, look at you. Oh, stuck for a lot. Tattoo, brother. What are you doing? Huh? Uh, we're, we don't have it together. I just want to be clear over here, right? Your struggle might be marijuana. My struggle might be lowering my gaze. Let's just put it all in perspective Perhaps, over here. Um... You know? That's the thing. We all have challenges. We all have issues. We all have our own demons, so to speak, right? Mm. And we ask Allah to help us. Mm. Because only Allah can exercise these demons from our lives. Only Allah can help us from this. So if we really, really want the help of Allah, we have to acknowledge 
Acknowledge where we're falling short. Do not justify it. Don't look for a random fatwa. Uh, you know what I mean? Don't look for a random fatwa. Who's going to say the goal? Oh, promoting, you know, psilocybin, right? There's this mufti on the on the on on YouTube, right? Who says that, yeah, psilocybin is totally fine, right? I'm not going to judge Naughty, naughty. Right, naughty, naughty. That should be one of your memes. You should definitely have that. That's a funny one, right? But, he, you know, he would say that it's okay, you know? Because when you want to do it, when your nafs wants to do it, you're going to find a way to justify it. Anything, bro. Uh-huh. Don't look for the Quran verse because there's a lot of Quran verses that you should be looking for that turn that should turn your heart back to Allah. Mm. You know, don't be selective because what's the difference between you and that Islamophobe who only selectively looks for verses of hatred in the Quran? You're looking for selective verses to prove your point of disobeying Allah. You're looking for fatwas. That's not. That's not the way you need to do it. You need to acknowledge your mistakes. Acknowledge your shortcomings. And like, look, okay, like, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with smoking weed. Like, that's just, look, that's my weakness. Mm-hmm. May Allah help me. I'm struggling with lower my gaze. That's my weakness. May Allah help me. I'm struggling with pornography. May Allah help me. But it will only be helped when you acknowledge it. Because once you acknowledge it, you also acknowledge that a stug for Allah, seeking Allah's forgiveness. Because you're acknowledging that it is only Allah who can forgive you. Yeah. That's, bro, that is tawheed. That is tawakkul. For, seeking Allah's forgiveness is such a huge act of worship. Yeah. It's huge, 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 huge. Because you're acknowledging that it is only Allah who yeah. can forgive you of that. Because yeah. you have to return to Him. You're thinking of mm. so many things subconsciously, you know? Yeah. So so seek Allah's forgiveness. Seek it. Say astaghfirullah. Yeah. You heard this. Pause it. Don't even go further from Pause it right now. Make some fresh wadu. Go pray two rakas. Go pray two rakas and ask for Allah's forgiveness. Pause it. Make a sajda right now that Allah has helped you by giving you an idea. And, and just seek His forgiveness right now. No wadu needed. No kibla. Where's the kibla? No. Just put your head in sajda and thank Allah. Allah, thank you. You've shown me the way. You've guided me out. The darkness. What else do you want? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think? You're going to get some coupon? Like, like, no, this is it. This is it. This is how you're going to find out what you should or shouldn't be doing. So don't overcomplicate it. Don't think that you're going to get some other. This was your message. The question is, what are you going to do about it? SubhanAllah. Very true. Very true, SubhanAllah. And I want to, there was actually one more verse from the Quran, and it beautifully ties into this. But I'm going to save it for last, inshallah. What what I. Ooh, that means you got to stay to the end, guys. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't move. Don't move. (laughs) Teasing them a little bit. Alhamdulillah. So, what I want to say now actually ties into a point you mentioned before, Mm. right? But before I get there, actually, I just remembered another point. Actually, I'll preserve you, man. I I would have been lost by now. (laughs) I mean, so, SubhanAllah. When it comes to uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, yeah. So when it comes to what you just mentioned about practicing Islam and everything, Subhanallah, these are little things that we can do, right? But the, I think there's an overarching thing, which is your perspective and your objective, right? If you have an overall perspective with Islam, with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and you have an overall objective of mm-hmm. pleasing Allah, these are all little things you do saying. to achieve the objective. I want to please Allah, therefore I will do good. See what you're right? saying. Yeah. So switch your objective. Your objective. Mm-hmm. What were you taught? Do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever makes you feel good. That physical pleasure, right? And you get it everywhere. The TV, your iPhone, on TikTok, these apps and everywhere, bro. You get that. You don't get the, You might not get the same feeling, you know, listen, watching this. Allahu Alam. Maybe you do. Allahu Alam. But that's what you've been taught. And your objective subconsciously has been, let me please myself. Let me please myself. Switch your objective. Let me please Allah. Mm-hmm. Switch your objective. Everything else will change. You know, I mentioned this. Press a button. Ago. Press a button right now. Press a button. We need a button pressed. Something, something. Give me a meme. Oh, I got you. This is haram. Let's go. That, haram. Was, that was beautiful. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. Yeah, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. And um, 
Subhanallah. So you got to switch the objective and thoughts, feelings, and actions work in a triangle. Mm. Thoughts, that's actually something we learned back in high school. Thoughts, feelings, and actions work in a triangle. So if you do more good, you will think more good and feel better, right? Okay. If you think good, you will do more good and feel better, right? And if you f- allow your feelings to affect you, then it will affect your thoughts and your actions as well. So the, if you feel depressed, sad, the, most, the best thing you could do is maybe try and make someone else happy. Mm-hmm. You will feel better. You will start thinking better. That's actually how it works. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us in a way where if we do good, we will think good and feel good, mm-hmm. right? And if we think good as well, we will do good and we will feel good. Mm-hmm. It works in a beautiful triangle. So yeah. that's why I say switch your objective and switch your actions, switch everything. We know the hadith of Prophet right? Mm-hmm. Where he said, a man came to him. He's like, should I tie my camel or should I just leave it and trust that Allah will take care of it? <coughs> What's the Prophet say? Probably something that man wasn't expecting. If he knew it, he wouldn't have asked. He said, tie your camel and then trust in Allah. You got to do what you got to do, what Allah SWT commands you to do, and then trust Allah that he will take care of the rest, inshallah. Things that are out of your control, your healing, it's never a linear process. It's not. But trust Allah SWT will take care of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to um, go back to a point you mentioned, which is related to this, which is like we're very kind of objective oriented. Mm-hmm. If you focus on one thing, you will miss everything out. Like if you focus on Allah SWT, mm-hmm. you will miss the haram, right? Mm-hmm. Just test this. There are videos. I don't know how they can test it without knowing exactly what's happening, but my own anecdotal experience. I saw this video once and it was a bunch of people in a white t-shirt throwing like black balls or something like that, like little, um, uh, uh, like what's it called? Um, Bouncy balls. Bouncy balls or like um, stress balls or whatever, passing it back and forth, right? And they're like, I want you to count how many times it's passed. Or bas- it was a basketball. I know what you're talking about. And you're like, one, two, three, seven, eight. I think it's yeah, 11. Like yeah. Little do you know, a man in a gorilla suit walked through them. Yeah. You never even yeah. noticed yeah. it. Yeah. Because yeah. you were yeah. so focused on counting how many balls were being tossed. You didn't even see it. The same exact thing. Well, when I saw that, the guy said, you didn't see the gorilla. I'm like, shut up, man. There was no gorilla. I go back, I watch it. Now I'm looking for the gorilla because I'm focused on that. I don't know how many balls they threw, but I see the gorilla now because I'm looking at it. We are objective oriented. That's why I say make your objective pleasing Allah. And the last thing I want to say, inshallah, will be the last thing I say for the podcast is something Allah asks in the Quran. Very powerful, subhanAllah. He says, فَإِنَ تَذْحَبُونَ So where are you going? Where are you going? That's very powerful. Where are we going? You know, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Where am I going? We don't know. And Allah, what does he say? What does he say after? He says, this is just a reminder for mankind. It's just a reminder. Do with it what you will. Mm, damn. It's powerful. No, bro, say that one more time. Which part? Oh, I love <laughs> no, the whole thing. I've Start heard, from the top again. I need that. I need Robbie, that one more time. Just go back to the I top. I heard, 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 everything wow. you said, but I need to hear that one more time. English yeah. translation, bro. Yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he asked in the Quran, Surah Taqweer, where are you going? Where are you going? We don't know. Allah knows actually. That's the best mm. part. We don't know. Where are you going? He says, this is just a reminder for mankind. Do with Do it what you will. Mm. SubhanAllah. How do we hit the bro, hour mark boss, already, bro? What a boss statement to say, right? Oh, SubhanAllah. Yeah. Yeah. Look how Allah just, he just drops, that's a mic drop. <laughs> Wallahi, that's honestly, that's a mic drop. And, you know, and same thing with what we're doing. Look, we could share all these anecdotal experiences, right? And you could feel how you want to feel, what you want, right? But do what you want with these uh, experiences, right? We're telling you what it is. And we're telling you how it is, right? We're not here to mm. modicoddle you about, you know, how it should be, how you want it to be. It's not how you want it to be. It's going to be how it is. These things are dangerous. And if you don't want to believe us and you want to try it out, I can't stop you. We're not going to be, you know, when you're about to do something, you know, uh, Brother Rami's not going to slap your hand out of it, you know, like you're about to do something. No, we're not going to be around you. But Allah is going to be watching you. 
Yeah. Allah is going to be watching you. And wallahi, when you do these things, and if you heard this podcast, our voices are going to echo in your head like, like nah, 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 nah. That's crazy. What's going on right now? But honestly, that was really powerful, bro. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. And you know, the best part, I didn't make it. It was from Allah. That there wisdom we we're talking about from the Quran, that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All you got to do is listen to the Quran. All you got to do is read the Quran. Yeah. Understand, reflect on it. Allah says in the Quran as well. In the book itself, do they not reflect upon the Quran? Mm. And that's the biggest problem I think people have nowadays. Subhanallah. May Allah unlock our hearts so that we can reflect on the Quran. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unlock our minds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purify our hearts so that we can come closer to him. Because if we're not coming closer to him, it's because our hearts are not purified. And we have to purify our hearts, purify our intentions. This piece of flesh, if this is good, everything is good. Yes. And if this is corrupt, everything is corrupt. So purify it with the proper intention as to why you want to do this. Allah, I want to get closer to you. When you make the dua of guidance, it always gets accepted. Always. So make the dua of guidance of your heart Focus on your heart. Ya kulub, thabbit qalbi ala dinik. Oh, Allah, the turner of hearts, turn my heart towards your obedience and your guidance. Turn my heart towards you, Allah. Allah will turn your heart. Of Amen. course, who else, will, who else will respond to the call of the desperate besides Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala? Amen. Amen. Ya Rab. Amen. Amen. How did it hit an hour mark already, bro? It hasn't, really? Yeah. Bro, no way. bro, wallahi, sometimes we're talking and I'm just like, I don't mean any offense to you guys. Right? I love talking to y'all. Yeah. But sometimes sleep deprivation uh-huh. or like me, Rami, I know we got some food waiting, you know? Sometimes <laughs> when it's one of those, one of them ones, I'm just like looking, it's like 24 minutes, 25. Bro, it's already over an hour. Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. Allah. And honestly, I'm, I, I, I'm really grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he surrounded me around really not only open-minded people, but also with someone, mashallah, knowledge such as yourself as too, uh, Brother Rami, because, you know, we could sit over here and make the most powerful speeches and most powerful points and, you know, powerful uh, analogies. But when you recite the Quran, there's nothing higher than that. There's nothing more higher than what he, look, look bro, he mic dropped it with just two eyes of the Quran, right? Mm. That puts everything to what we said to, to bed. You know what I mean? That's so true. it's, it's the Quran that has the power. It's the Quran that has the wisdom. It is, it is you turning to Allah that will get it, guys. So, and honestly, don't turn towards these substances. And if these things were supposed to help you, and people, you know, people have the argument, you know, it helps me, it helps me, it helps me. If it was supposed to help you, why hasn't it helped you? I thought help means you get the help, and Allah is like, you done, I got the help, right? Or are you saying that it's crippling you? Is it paralyzing you? Is it making you handicapped? Is it making you codependence on it, right? Is that really, is that a crutch? Is it really helping you? Is it, right? And and these things, bro, when it comes to even, look, I, I'm no one shy. People know me, they understand. Like, you know, I, I enjoy high fashion, stuff like that. And it's not in my heart, it's in my hand. I love it. You know, I like to have it, but it's whatever, you know what I mean? But just remember something. These things need you, you don't need it, right? The marijuana, the weed, the 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 shrooms the these second they need you to be consumed you don't need it you understand for it to have its effect they need you to consume it you understand you don't need it don't think that you need it you know you know what you do need you need allah when yunus was in the three darknesses the darkness of the night the darkness of the ocean the darkness of the belly of the whale he didn't call out to allah for the need of marijuana. These are messengers of God. They had revelation. They know what is and what isn't. They know. They know these plants and these things and all that sort of stuff, right? He called out to Allah for guidance and help. Right? Uh, what, what was the dua that he made, my brother? 
I might paraphrase a little bit, something along the lines of, um, Ya Allah, forgive me, I've been from amongst the wrongdoers. Right? And when he heard that, right? And when he was making the dua, not just once, he was just repeating that dua. Mm. The angels are saying, we hear a voice that we've never, we, it sounds familiar, but where is this coming from? Like, it's, it's coming from a strange place. That was his servant, Yunus, alayhi salam. Okay, he spits him out the whale. Okay, he comes out and there's the acid marks on him. His skin is burnt and all that sort of stuff. Another perfect opportunity. Give him the weed. Look, another plant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grew another plant. I just want to be, look, I just want to clear the doubts for the people, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created. Everyone's just like, Allah made that plant. It's made by Allah. Okay, cool. So that plant, Allah grew a plant that he was instructed to rub on him to take care of his wounds and everything like that. The marijuana plant could have been grown. But that's not what Allah grew because that's not what he needed. What he needed was to call out to Allah and that's what he did. And then the help will come from Allah. You don't need these substances, my brothers and sisters. You don't need these things. They need you. It's just, that's what I mean by it. They need you. You don't need it. Stop over-empowering these things. You've made it, you've given it a wrong meaning. And this goes back to what you were saying, right? About the story that we're telling it. You're giving it the wrong meaning that you need it, you need it. Oh, I can, no, it needs you. Change the meaning. It needs you. You don't need it. Those nice sneakers, those high fashions, it, you don't need it. It needs you. It needs you to stand in the line. Apple needs you to stand in the line. The Jordans need you to stand in the line, right? It needs you to go all crazy about it and go for the Black Friday boxing sale, box day sales. It needs you. You don't need it. The marijuana for you to go and buy it. Da, da, da. It needs you. You don't need it. Remember that. Change the meaning behind it. You know what you do need? Allah. When you put that in your mind that Allah, I'm prioritizing the wrong things. Allah, Allah, you've made Allah the option and these things a priority. Swap it around. Ask Allah to help you. Oh Allah, help me make you the priority. Oh Allah, help me make your salah, your obedience, your Quran recitation, learning about the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If you engage in learning the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I promise you, in the story of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in his example, is an example for everyone. In his example, in his life, there's an example for everyone and for you and for me. Everyone. You just haven't found it yet. Go. Go listen to the Sita. Study Sita. Learn it. There's so many options. You're running out of excuses. The excuses are finished, my brothers and sisters. Let's start learning. Learn to replace that drug with something more positive. We spoke about this, right? You don't quit something without starting something else. You don't stop without starting. So, okay, brother SQ. Okay, three Muslims. We want to, like, stop this. So what are you going to start instead? Start reciting the Qur'an. Start the Sira series. Start learning a hadith. Start memorizing the Qur'an. Start learning about the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Start learning a hadith. Start learning about Allah's attributes. Start learning about Allah's names. Start calling them out by those names. So stop one thing and start something else. But you need to start and with your mind. Because guess what? If you stop weed or psychedelics or whatever, more than likely like weed and stuff like that, you're going to start something else without knowing it. It mm. might be pornography. It might be something worse. So come up with a plan. Allah, help me stop this and start something more positive. Replace what you lost with something better. And ask Allah, Allah, replace it with something better. Oh Allah, every time I desire this, 
and I restrain myself from it, Allah reward me. Every second I'm staying away from it for your sake, Ya Allah, you know me. If it wasn't for my fear of you, Ya Allah, if it wasn't for my sincere obedience to you, Allah, I would want to do it. Oh Allah, for every second I stay away from it, reward me, Allah. Wow. Every second you're staying away from it, it's become an act of worship. You quitting smoking weed and disobeying Allah, disobeying Allah has become an act of worship now, SubhanAllah. The shaitan is crying. Shaitan is crying. He's, he's hating himself right now. How he tried to get you in it, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala got you out, and he blessed you more. So ask Allah, ask Allah's help. And this is not a message to you, my brothers and sisters. This is a message to me, to you brothers as well too, because, you know, again, we all have our own habits that we will not be proud enough to say over here, and as we shouldn't, you know, that's between Allah and us. Like, and we need to keep it that way, but we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for us all. There is two things that I wanted to highlight here. Please highlight so, three with that light skin voice. Mashallah. Allow, Allah, allow okay, me the please, floor here, my please take it all. So if anyone has come this far and you're still thinking to yourself, well, okay, maybe I, you know, maybe they're just talking from uh, their perspective, their point of view. And, you know, maybe there is something in it for me, right? So the first point I wanted to highlight is that, like Brother Fire said, you know, this is unlearned or unearned wisdom. Okay, this is unearned wisdom, meaning that, like, like I said, the telephone, you're picking up the telephone, you're getting all this stuff. Listen, you're receiving so much that by the time that you come out of this trip, mm -hmm. you can't internalize anything that you received, right? And a year might pass, two years might pass, and and then you might internalize maybe like 1% of what happened. But it's like you could have not taken it and you would have internalized that same 1%, maybe mm -hmm. even more. But you would have done it in a, a way of that of which was Hello, permissible. Yes. And in a way that of which when you pick that phone up, you know. It was like a risk. You know it's it was a lie for on you. the other side. For you. Like, you know it's a lie on the other side. No, it's, it's not sure. you picking yes. up the phone and having no idea what okay. the hell is giving yes, you sir. these answers, yes, right? Wow. So that's... That's point number one that I want to highlight. And then point number two is that if you're still not convinced about this, well, I don't even know if we said this, but uh, some people don't come back. Hmm. Some people take these things and they're just lost. Yeah, and before, yeah. bro, before I was even Muslim, like I, I had my pops, I told y'all before this, but my pops used to tell me like, oh, um, don't take these things because like some people don't come back. Some people don't sure. come back. Sure. And uh, I say this uh, not even, like I say this because I'm ashamed, but uh, there's, there's a part of me that actually has never come back. Like I've lost same, like a, a piece of my innocence. Mm. And like, I feel like there's almost this like animalistic side there that's like, I, I can't put it away. I can't like turn it off. And, mm. and I'm like, you know how I, I talk to you all about martial arts all the time. Mm. I talk to you all being like super like, aware you, you talked about like my spatial awareness my um sensory what? awareness it never goes away bro yeah yeah no it I'm that not, not only that but like i have other things that it's like situational awareness situational awareness but like it, it's almost like <sighs> a part of me is like always turned on and that sounds weird no it's a heightened sensitivity no but i'm saying like um it's like an animalist like you see an animal and an animal is like always like attuned mm. to everything mm. like trying to survive and I have this part that's like turned on now and I can't turn it off. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah, you know? bro. 
there's so many people I know that, that that have been through that predicament where it's like forget like a part of their identity, but it's like it's like a switch has been turned off or a switch has been turned on, Jesus, whatever it would man. be. It could be mental san- sanity, it could be yeah. peace, it could be what's also it could be intrusive thoughts, it could be hearing things, auditory yes. hallucinations, visual, bro, it could be anything. And it's like yes. once that happens, yes. they can never get that yes. back, bro. Yeah. This is wallah, this is the most scary thing because yes. a lot of people think, okay, you, you drink, you get a hangover, two days. Bro, once you pass that bridge of like sensory overload, there is no coming back, mm. bro. There is wallah, there's no like you will permanently think you are broken. Yes. Yeah. That's how scary it is, bro. Yeah. It, it wallahi, it, what you just said, bro, you hit it on the head for real. And you know, again, I don't want to uh, you know elongate this a little too much. You guys watching at home, listen. I, I'm sure you guys are enjoying this, mashallah, barakallah, for real. Because this, I honestly, honestly, like, I'm not even just trying to like gas this up. On YouTube, this is easily from a Muslim perspective the best podcast episode when it comes to psychedelics marijuana and its uses easily there's nothing like this out there i personally believe that that there's nothing like this out there bro because what they heard what they learned from this is you're not going to hear this as from what i know unless you know something link it obviously in the comment section or something i would love to hear it i'm not trying to boast about it but it, because it came from the heart it's from people with experience and knowledge about this as well too and beautiful beautiful verses of the quran to back up what we're actually talking about you said you know you don't come back from it right mm. okay so so earlier we talked about like, you know, people are using it as a crutch. That's exactly why people are saying for medical uses, they might say psilocybin mushrooms might be good for you, right? They said that people could have traumas and all that sort of stuff, okay? Um, one, one, you could actually, when you take these things, right, uh, have go through a psychosis feeling where you're actually hearing voices. This is a real fact. Like I've, I've experienced it. You hear voices. And when it's off, maybe you relapse and did I just hear a voice? You said you don't come back fully. Did I just hear a voice again? And you start actually going crazy because when you mm. went into that realm, you don't know what you brought back with you. Thanks. You understand? Thanks. You don't know what you brought back with you. You went into that realm. Don't think you came back alone. You went into a different dimension in a realm. I'm serious. Okay, cool. That's number one. Number two. Let's suppose you're just like, oh, no, I'm going to just take it, whatever. It's fun. Oh, you know, I'm in college. I'm going to do it. Oh, shrooms, guys. Let's do some shrooms. Okay, cool. You might have some traumas within you, locked away by Allah's mercy, completely hidden, locked from you. Some trauma as a child that happened to you that you were not even hip to because Allah saved you, safeguarded you. You experienced that trauma again. You relived it in your bad trip that you're having and you come out of it and you're scarred. You're You're like, oh my God, what is this? What is happening? And then your life has been turned upside down and you'll never be the same again, right? Again, I'm not trying to scare you and scar you from this, right? Because the flip side is also true where people have had the traumas and they've worked through their stuff and all that. And you're gonna, again, attribute the shrooms. You're gonna attribute these things. No, it was your risk. Going back to what Angel said, it was your risk. That knowledge was meant for you, right? But did you go about it the halal way or the haram way? Allah was going to help you get over that trauma anyways. Regardless. You just relied on the substance instead of him. And you I, just, well, you get me? You just yeah. rely on something besides him. I wanted to add on to that to give some context because maybe people didn't understand, but you just said it perfectly where some people, they might have some trauma. Mm-hmm. Right? They might have some trauma from the, the childhood or something like that. Like, I mean, it's not a new thing. I've said this multiple times, but in my childhood, you know, I was abused as a kid. And that was very, very rough for me. Like I've gone through, you know, I don't say this to get any sympathy or empathy or anything like that. It's just like, it is what it is. I've mm-hmm. been through it. Mm-hmm. But when I did the shrooms, remember how you said people would do this stuff and it's like, oh, wow, like the grass feels so good. Like, look at the mm-hmm. clouds. Like, everything feels so amazing. Like, yeah, for me, I had that. And then it turned into 
um, it's like I became an animal in the trip. Mm. And when I became an animal in this trip, it, it sounds weird. It sounds like a video game or something. But like, I would look at people and it's like I could see like like the vein like just pulsing. But I could see like certain movement patterns. This and, is like, hallucination. This is psychosis. Yeah. If you told someone that you weren't on a substance and you were experiencing this, you went and told a medical professional, they would admit you into a hospital. And they would get you addicted on other drugs like Xanax and all this other stuff. Think about this. Think about what you're just saying right now. Think about what you just said right now. I go out and I see (laughs) and they're becoming an animal and they have gills and they have all these things. They would say that this person needs some help and let's admit him for three days inside the psych ward. For real. No, but listen, listen. I, I would see like these... I would see, like, I was with my friends, and I remember I was looking at them, and I could see their, their vein right here, like, pulsing. Like, every mm-hmm. pulse of the heartbeat, I would see it. And then with that, I could almost see it. I, it's so crazy, but I could see the glands on their face, like, changing sizes, like, mm-hmm. changing bigger and then going smaller. Mm-hmm. I, bro, I could feel, like, the energy, whether they were closed off, whether they were open, from their voice, from their movement, like, everything. And then... From there, I started seeing their strengths, their weaknesses, and all mm. this stuff. And it's like, I, that's never left. So you have and a hyper-awareness. Yeah, to this point nowadays where I'm like, if I'm with everyone, like y'all right now, or when I'm in a public setting, like I have to literally, when I when I start thinking about these things, I have to like put it aside and just like keep myself in the present. Oh, that's why you were looking at my neck when I, you got me from the nah, airport. Nah, I nah, see nah, you. Nah. MashaAllah, barakallah. You know, you like like you said, Angel, it's it, it you never come back the same. And again, like we said, when you go in there, you never know what you're bringing back with you and you never know how you're going to come back from it, you know? People want to make it seem like you come back enlightened or something like that. No, not, not necessarily, not like that, you know? And again, any wisdom that you are getting, that was your risk that you were going to get from Allah. You could have gotten that by reading, you know, uh, a, a book from Imam Shafi. You know what I mean? You could have gotten that wisdom from re- like reading something of more value. That was your risk to get. But you're taking a, a huge risk, you know, by even trying these substances. So I guess, look, guys, final words, right? Final words. It's it, This is something scary. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved us. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard the ummah, mm-hmm. everyone listening as well too, and obviously us as well. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve us. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help all those who are struggling with this, with this disease, with this harm, mm. with this addiction, with this intoxication. Allah, you know, we only worship you, Allah. And we only call to you, Allah. And we know, Allah, it is you. It is you, Allah, who can safeguard us and help us. So, Allah, we ask you, Allah. And we know that you respond to us all uh, when we ask you for guidance. So, Allah, please guide us and help us as well, too. Amen, bro. Amen. Amen, ya Rabbi. And with that being said... Oh, uh, wait, wait, no, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> اللهم أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وكنا أذاب النار السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. We will let you start it off. All right. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. Oh, not responding back. Oh, it's for the crowd. It's for the audience. Mashallah, barakallah. No, do you want to do the full intro? Do the full intro, bro. Listen here with the with the three Muslims. No, nah, that ain't the with full the intro, bro. Muslims. Come on, that ain't. What, the full what is the full intro? You know, bro. Listen, if you, if you're a real T3M fan member, you know what the real intro is. Come on. <laughs> it's it's salamu alaykum He's like, Damn, I've, I've only watched yeah. like a snippet of y'all's <laughs> <Okay>. videos. <laughs> exposed. Nah, nah. SQ gets exposed <laughs> live on T3M. Salamu alaykum rahmatullahi and welcome back to the realest podcast in the dunya, the three Muslims. Let's start yeah. again. Bismillah. Yeah, but then you gotta say like we're we're back here with uh, the most handsome twenty two year old. 
Uh. The most beautiful looking Bangladeshi. I, th- I think, listen, I think you guys are opening. Did you see Bangladeshian? Bangladeshian. Bengali. You guys are opening. You guys are opening. There's no opening, bro. We're going to keep it rolling. Editor's going to keep it going. Editor, don't crop it. It's good. It's good. I'll open it, inshallah, then someone has to take it. Then someone has to close it. Pause. This is Haram. Haram.